Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 225. Today, we're going to talk about something that we teach called weekly accountability meetings, otherwise known as WAMs. If you've been following me on Clubhouse, you hear me talk about these all the time, and here's the reason why. They are, without a doubt, the most important and impactful thing that I ever did in my business. Yes, I know that's a bold statement, but I'm telling you, when I think back to my career, the things that I did that helped me grow my team faster, create more duplication, and develop more strong, independent leaders, which I'm sure none of us can argue that those things are unimportant. There's literally nothing that I ever did that had a bigger impact on those things than weekly accountability meetings. And in the episode today, I'm actually interviewing one of our star next-level leadership students. Her name is Jen Goodall. And Jen shares how this one tool that she implemented in her business helped her get this. She joined Next Level Leadership in August of 2020. At that point, her business was doing around $50,000 per month. Now, that was about half of what she did the year before. She had a very large leader leave her team. Her business literally got cut in half in August. Now, get this. Prior to joining. She had nine months in a row where her business was declining. So literally every month for nine months, getting smaller and smaller and smaller, all the way to the point where it was half of what it had been not even a year ago. She joined Next Level. She learned about WAMs. She implemented them into her business. And get this, today at the time of me recording this, it's March, mid-March, okay? Her team is going to do close to 200,000 this month. And even better than that, she shares how she has literally never seen more leaders on her team having the success that they are than they are right now. On top of that, she's got more time freedom and she is enjoying her business and she has stepped up as a leader in a way that she never has before. And all of that is because of this little thing we call a weekly accountability meeting. What I realized was I've never done a podcast episode on this. I'm like, how could I have gone 224 episodes and never really gotten into deep? I know we've mentioned it before, but we've never really dug deep into whams the way that we do today. So I'm so excited to share this episode with you. Look, if you are somebody that has had some success in your business, you've built a decent team, but you hit a roadblock and you're stuck, I think this might be the episode that you've been waiting for. So without further ado, let me go ahead and turn it over to my interview with Jen, and then I'll be back once we're done. Hey, everybody. Bob here, and I am with a very special guest today, one of our star next-level leaders Jen Goodall. Jen, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. This is literally a dream come true. So I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. So Jen is a student of ours in our Next Level Leadership Program. And we were chatting before and she told me, you know, I, I said, Jen, I forget, how did you find us? And she said, well, I 
heard Amy Triplett's interview on the podcast, which we published uh, probably three, four months ago at this point. And uh, Amy was one of our next level leaders. And and that's what got Jen to join. And lo and behold, here we are, Jen, we're doing the same thing, me and you. Isn't that crazy? It's really cool. And I hope that I can inspire somebody out there to take the action that I took because it's completely changed my business. Well, I think when people hear your story, I have no doubt it's going to inspire people. So let's start off with the transformation. Let's just give people an an overview of what's happened to your business since you joined Next Level. And then let's dig into how that happened, right? So let's paint the picture of what's possible, but then let's dig into the weeds of how you got there. So when did you join Next Level? How, How many months ago was it now? August, 2020. Okay. So you joined in August and, um, where was your business around at that point? So, uh, actually in 2019, my business was higher than 2020 in 2020, my business dipped from my highest was like a hundred thousand in the year prior. But then in 2020, my business really started to dip and my business was as low as like 45,000. And then it started to slowly creep back up, but it was maybe 50, 60,000. So you were about half of what you were the year before when you joined. Um, Yeah. I had a big leader was, had left the business and she was doing about half the volume. hmm. And so not all of her team left, but some did. So that was probably the main reason why the volume dipped. That was a pretty big hit to your business, obviously. And what were, in your mind, Jen, what were some of the things you were struggling with the most that caused you to want to join Next Level? Um, I just felt stuck. And so I had actually been in a different company prior to this one. I was there for four years and you know, I felt like I was spinning my wheels there. I couldn't really grow. I was only doing maybe 20,000 after four years in that business. So I started over, I was two years in here And because this person left who was quite influential and my business started to dip, it brought up all the fear and anxiety of, oh my goodness, my business is going backwards. And I just wanted to grow and I was ready for growth and I wanted to really up my leadership game. And I think the biggest thing for me was I wanted to learn how to help my people win. And I didn't really know how to do that in an effective way. So you had created some personal success for you and you had built a nice team, but that wasn't necessarily duplicating like in other, like I'm sure you had people having some level of success, but you just wanted to learn how to help more people get to that big success or that next level in their business. Yeah. So my team definitely had a lot of success. Everyone was promoting, we were doing really well. And then we just sort of got a little bit stagnant. And I think a lot of it now, knowing what I know, having gone through the formula for transformation, I know a lot of it was my own fears and insecurities and the scarcity mode that I was coming from. The other thing is I got a little bit distracted and I started to build a brand and I started coaching and I thought I could do both at the same time. And what I realized was I couldn't really focus on two things. So I really decided when I heard that podcast episode um, of Amy's, I was like, you know what? I can do this, but I need to put my all into it. Mm -hmm. And I just made a decision. I joined Next Level and I stopped my coaching. I stopped my, you know, I was selling courses. I just put all of that on hold. The whole thing has made all the difference. 
So I have to imagine that having a big leader like that leave and having your business almost be cut in half, that had to really take its toll on your confidence and belief in yourself as a leader in your business. Was that something you were conscious of before you came to next level? Or is that something you figured out once you were here? I have to say the circumstance didn't leave me feeling like less of a leader. I felt actually like it was in the end a blessing because it helped me to grow through it. And I was like, wow, that was really hard, but I've been through that. So now I feel like I can help someone else go through it because this journey is not easy and we're all going to have issues. So I could see it that way, but in the moment when it was happening, it was several months of difficulty managing people. And actually you helped me work through that. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I'd reached out to you and, and, and asked for your help and you helped me to guide, you know, to say like, listen, you have to have some tough conversations here and it's uncomfortable, but you have to do it. So I did all those things and it was incredibly uncomfortable, but it's helped me grow so much. I feel like yeah. I'm made of steel now. <laughs> well, it, it sounds like what Love, Serve, Grow gave you. And Love, Serve, Grow, obviously, you know, is the for those of you listening, that's the guiding philosophy in everything we teach. And we introduce people to it in LLA, but in next level, we take that framework and we really go, no pun intended, to the next level. But what it did was, is it gave you the clarity to know where you need to be focusing your time, belief systems and leadership development. And that clarity of focus helped you start to get things on the right track. So let's skip ahead. And why don't you tell everybody where your business is today? Because I know you've got some really exciting things happening. And then we'll dig into how you got from where you were to where you are today. So talk a little bit yeah. about where your business is today. So where I am today is we're on pace to do anywhere between 160 and 200 this month. Wow. And we've actually only been growing the last four months. So I remember I joined Next Level in August. And at that point, I had nine months of declines in a row. Mm. And then I joined and I remember I was about two months in and I had a coaching session with you and I was like, Bob, how long does it take before this turns around? And you said, give it 90 days. <laughs> so I was very patient and I kept working away. And sure enough, 90 days on the money, I started to see growth. And my first month of growth was just small. It was 9%. And then it was 74% the next month, then 113, then 124. And this month we're on pace for over 300% growth. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. So from August, 50,000, nine months in a row of decline, you've basically 4X'd your volume pretty much since then. And talk a little bit about what has that done for your team, right? Because I know a big part of you is, being a part of Next Level, that's really helped you step into that leader role in your business and start leading people a different way. And I know this is real, really where I'd love to focus the conversation is one of the things that you did was you implemented a system that we teach called weekly accountability meetings, which was really critical for you. And we'll dig into that. But I just like maybe overall, how has your leadership changed and how has that changed in terms of other people's results? Yeah. I mean, so many ways. The first way is um, I've learned that I have to show up as my best self first and foremost, so that I can breathe belief into the people around me. So 
I was stuck in procrastination, not feeling super inspired every day, feeling tired. And now having worked through the formula, I've got the tools that I need to every day make the decision, not every day, Monday to Friday, I took the weekends <laughs> off, but Monday to Friday, I literally decide, I look in the mirror in the morning as I'm getting ready. And I'm like, I am elite black gen today. And elite black gen is just a you know, top rank. But for me, that's like, I am that person today and I'm going to show up as elite black Jen today. Mm -hmm. And I even have a little picture frame that says elite black Jen on it. It sits and stares at me on my desk. And it's just a reminder that when I'm feeling down, I have to show up as my best self so that I can serve the people on my team to help them grow. Cause that's my vision. And if I'm not showing up for them, then I'm failing my vision. Yeah, I love that because so so essentially what you're doing is you're deciding the story that you want to live from that day, right? That's yeah. what we call the green light core story. And that's just a simple way for you to reinforce that identity, that ideal self that you know you need to be to help others. So how has that translated in terms of the results of the people on your team? What have you seen happen along those lines over the last you know five or six months? Well, I've had several new leaders popping up because I'm showing up for them and I'm taprooting in a way that I I never taprooted before, you know? So I'm reaching out to certain budding leaders that I know has potential and I'm saying, Hey, listen, I want to work with you. And those conversations are so special and they're going like, Oh my goodness, thank you so much. I'm so grateful. And it makes them confident. And then we work together to help their team to grow. And so there's been so many new leader legs popping. And I mean, we have so many promotions happening and this month we're on track to have so many leadership promotions. And it's just so exciting because they, I'm putting my time in the people who deserve it as opposed to spending my time with everybody and not giving my time to the people who I think will use it and respect it the most. And that's so critical because, you know, we teach this in our programs, you're never going to have true financial and time freedom unless you do a really good job at creating other leaders. Because if your business doesn't run without you, then it's never going to happen. And you're on the path of doing that. So let's talk about one of the first things that you did that has probably helped the most in that area in terms of helping you create other leaders and help other people have success. And it's this thing that we teach. So I'll give a quick overview for any of our new listeners. Essentially, there are five systems that you have to have in your business at some point if you truly want to create real-time freedom. We call them the five freedom systems of network marketing, and they are in order prospecting, marketing, onboarding, accountability, and retention. And in the accountability bucket, that's the system by which you create leaders. And I love that you mentioned this because one of the biggest shifts that we need to learn how to make as a leader is we have to respect our time. And we can't just give our time to anybody that's asking for it. We have to ask ourselves a question, does this person deserve my time? And I think when we start thinking that way, what we realize is that we give a lot of our time to people that need it, but they really don't deserve it because they're not even committed to their own success and willing to do the work and take action. And we have to start really shifting the way that we work with our team. And we have a system that we teach to help you do that. And they're called weekly accountability meetings. It is without a doubt the single most impactful and important thing that I ever did in my business 
to develop leaders and grow my team faster. And it is one of the main things that we teach and coach on inside of Next Level. So why don't you, Jen, talk a little bit about implementing those into your business and kind of the difference that you saw or the change that you saw, what came of that? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. So the weekly accountability meetings was probably the very first thing that I dove into head first from the program because I knew I needed to help develop more leadership. So I joined the program in August and on September 2nd, I had my first WAM meeting and it was a test at that point. I reached, I decided that there was a certain rank of individual that would be invited I followed the invitation script and I was very serious about it. And I made sure they understood this is recognition. Not everybody's part of this. And we had regulations and rules and it was a little bit formal, but on purpose. And I positioned it to them that the we, we have systems, we have all the things that we need, but we're missing the accountability, especially during this time when everybody's kind of stuck at home and it's a little bit lonely. And so we started these weekly meetings and it was incredible. It was interesting because everyone said they were going to show up and not everyone did. So that was eye-opening as a leader. And it's not that there's anything wrong with those people. It's really good because they then realize, hey, I'm not ready for this yet. And it helps me to know who's ready and who you know needs and wants my time. And yeah. so that was a lot of clarity. And then, you know, we had people who promoted up to the next rank and therefore they graduated out of that program. And then I created a second tier. Mm. And so, you know, now I actually have two of them going, but it was really great because it gave me a platform to work with, like I said, those budding leaders. And it helped me to practice being a coach of the formula to my team. The WAM was a place where you were using the formula and really helping a lot of those leaders with their mindset and belief, which is one of yeah. the things we recommend. That's important. Yeah. And the first three, four months of me doing that WAM, I realized I made a mistake. One mistake was I didn't stick to the agenda the way that you should. And so it started to go all over the place, which was a learning opportunity. And the second was I didn't put a time period on it. It was kind yeah. of like this thing that goes on forever. Yeah. And then people started to fall off and they weren't taking it as seriously. So I realized that a 90-day commitment is, is best. Yeah. So in January, I uh, reached out to my upline and her upline. And together, we've actually joined forces now. And we created a really cool WAM formula with two groups. One is a sort of basic entry-level group that's working towards the director rank, which is like the first real true leadership rank. And then anyone who graduates from that program goes into the next one, yeah. which is a higher up. That's so awesome. yeah, and they're 90 days. And I mean, I have to tell you the feedback we are getting from the participants, it'll make you cry. You know, yeah. we, we cry all the time on there. It's just watching the growth of these leaders is unbelievable. Well, what it makes you realize is that this is something that's missing in most businesses. Most up-and-coming leaders, they feel very alone and in a lot of cases lost because we have all these things we do for our team. We have Facebook groups, we have team calls, and that stuff is great, but it doesn't really provide the relational support and the connection that these more advanced people need on your team. You need to facilitate these smaller groups 
of like-minded people that are at or around the same level so that you can give them the environment to grow and thrive. And, and most leaders, they don't think to do this, or maybe they're afraid to do it because it sometimes it does feel a little more formal, but that's the whole point, right? Your job as a leader is to lead. It's not to be people's friends all the time. Sometimes you have to put on that leader hat and challenge them. And the wham becomes the thing that allows you to do that. And the thing that I love the most about it is it's like a 30 to 40 minute meeting once a week that literally is the most productive time you'll spend the entire week in your business. It truly is. It truly is. And I love it. I'm excited to show up for it. And we do it on Mondays in the morning. So it's a great kickoff for the week. Everybody gets excited. They're in a good headspace and then they're ready to crush the week. You know what you said about being friends with people Well, inevitably in this business, we do become friends with people, especially the ones who've been around for a long time. And for me, that was a huge barrier. I was like, I can't coach my friends, Mm. but this has given me a platform to put my coaching hat on for that 45 minutes or so and to really treat everybody the same way on that call and coach everybody equally. It's such an important point, Jen, because you know we call this in our program, the relational roadblock, right? Where having friendships with your team is important. It's what makes this kind of a business so special as we get to work with people that we genuinely love and want to be around. But the problem is at some point, our relationships actually get in the way of us leading people. And I think one of the things I'll point out, one of the core principles that WAMs are built upon is this. Group coaching is 10 times more effective than one-on-one coaching. Because especially if you're a leader that has relationships with your leaders, it becomes very difficult for you to challenge and push them when it's a one-on-one interaction. It's very uncomfortable. And it's actually largely ineffective because here's kind of the catch-22. The closer you get to somebody, actually the less they look at you as a leader. You know, it's the old adage, you're never a prophet in your hometown. And um, so we hit a wall with our ability to lead people. So whams are small groups, groups of five, groups of 10, usually no more than 15. But something very powerful happens when you get people in a group setting. They can't give you the same excuses that they're used to giving you. And you can be direct in a manner that would be difficult one-on-one because you're not just speaking. Even though you're speaking to a group, they know who you're speaking to individually. And it allows you to say things that you normally probably couldn't say in a one-on-one conversation. And it leads me to this other really important point about accountability is I think accountability is one of the most misunderstood concepts in business and life. Everybody always talks about, I want somebody to hold me accountable. I need to be held accountable. When in truth, that's not possible. The only form of accountability in the world is self-accountability. If you're looking for someone else to hold you accountable and fix you, all that means is you've not taken ownership and responsibility for your own business and your own success. See, here's what WAMs do. They are a system that creates an environment and an ecosystem that forces people to hold themselves accountable. What's the first thing we have everybody do when they get on the call, Jen? They report their numbers. Right. So they're telling you essentially, hey, here's what I did or here's what I didn't do for the week, right? And they don't want to show up if they don't have their numbers, right? And I always preface, I go, no storytelling. Mm -hmm. You're just going to run through your numbers. And they desperately want to tell why, Mm. (laughs) but we won't let them, right? It's not about that. Just you you say your numbers and you know, it creates competition. It creates FOMO. 
Mm-hmm. You know, when they see other people doing something, they're like, how are you doing that? And, you know, I love it when I see the busiest person in the group coming with some of the biggest numbers, because it goes to show that being busy isn't an excuse. It can be if you let it, but for this individual who's busy as anything and shows up and does it, it just shows that it's about priorities. That's a teaching moment in and of its own. We call that divorce the story, marry the results, right? Like you either did it or you didn't. Now, when you're individually coaching with somebody, they didn't do it. They always have the story. Well, here's the reason why. Well, on a wham, we have to be respectful of everybody's time. We're talking about a 30-minute meeting. So like, what'd you do? And you know, what we have you do is we have you select a handful of like core activities, like income-producing activities, things that you know if they do will help them grow their business. And they get on and they literally out loud say it to everybody. And in the beginning, people, if they don't like that number, they're like, yeah, but you got to remember, hey, no stories. And it's really hard for somebody to give a number that they know is not good and not being able to give the excuse to justify why. And it is a really teachable moment for them because it makes them understand either did it or you don't. And that's self-accountability. So to your point, they're either going to not get on anymore right? Sometimes that's hard, but look, here's the reality. They're not committed to their own business. So the wham helps you figure out who are the real committed ones that you need to be focusing on, or they'll get on the next time. And out of either anger or embarrassment, they'll have a better number. And if that's the only reason why they do it, who cares? The structure itself will push people to actually do more. So did you notice that, that over time, the people that did stick around, did you notice that they stepped up their game? Yes, absolutely. A few, you know, fell off and they just said, you know what? I realized that this is not where I'm at right now. And we always approach those people with grace. It's not like you're never allowed back. They're not being punished. It's okay. You're welcome back when you're ready. But the people who did stick around, absolutely. And, you know, I'm a bit of a numbers person. And so I'm always looking at the stats. And one thing that I did to sort of up the game a little bit more is I have a spreadsheet that's online that every single week they enter their numbers into the spreadsheet so that you can see all 12 weeks in a row. So you can actually see when they didn't put their numbers in or are they improving or are they going down? And I wanted that there because at the end of the 90 days, I wanted to have sort of a final coaching conversation to say, wow, did you notice that you've increased your weekly baseline activity? Yeah. You and have that. Did you create a document for that? Yeah, I did. Can you, before I forget, can you send that to me so yeah. I could have, I'm literally getting ready to re-record the WAM training. We're making it a whole new mission in the program. And we're going to be including a lot of documents that our students have created that they're working. So I'd love to have that. But that's powerful. I love that. So so here's the thing. You can't hide on a wham. No. You can't hide. No, that's the whole point is you need to make it hard to hide because it's easy for people to hide. It's easy for leaders on your team to just hang their hat on what they did yesterday or their rank when reality Leadership is not determined by what you did yesterday. It's determined by what you're doing today. Are you showing up? Are you leading by example? And it creates this powerful kind of community. And the other thing it does, did you notice this? I always talk about, it's really important for us as leaders to have relational support with one another, to feel connected on a more meaningful way. 
Because if we become accountable to other people and we can facilitate a community that's inspiring and encouraging one another, did you see any of that, like a cool little just thing happening with the people that were on that WAM? Absolutely. There is a sense of community. We've always had a really strong culture within our organization, but this has just taken it to a whole other level, creating connections behind the scenes. And some people are pairing off and going and and they're sidelines, you know, but they're pairing off and they're doing power hours together and just holding each other accountable, which is just so cool to see. And I don't know that that would have happened otherwise. So I love that collaboration between sidelines. That's really powerful. So we do these meetings. Typically we do them on zoom, just so everybody knows it's a zoom. And that's important because a lot of times people will say, well, I did things like that before. And I'm like, you don't understand what it is. I mean, we have this thing down to a science, the way we teach it in next level. I mean, it is a very different way to run a meeting up to, you mentioned the enrollment conversation which Mm -hmm. is how you invite people, which is very different than what most of you have probably done in the past. There's a set of expectations, there's boundaries, and the boundaries are important because what's expected is not a lot, but it's, listen, we even teach you how to create a sheet that they fill out so that they show you, I'm thinking about how my business is growing. So they have a simple assignment, fill out the sheet, show up, give us your numbers. That's it. That's not too much to ask, but talk about what happens the first wham, you have people that don't show, you have people that don't send the sheet. Like <laughs> It's right? funny because you have the conversation, they're all excited, and then they forget the first one. Yeah. There's always one. It's sometimes with change, you know, they just need to learn how to prioritize something. And, you know, you just say to them, look, I have to show up for you. This is my commitment. I will always be here. You won't see me forget. And so my expectation is if you want to be part of this, there's so few seats here. So I just want to make sure you're committed too, and that you're showing up the way that I show up. And it's not an easy conversation to have, but I have to say, I've had the difficult conversation several times and it never really gets easier, but I have to say that often the behavior completely changes And they show up so much differently. And I don't need them to show up for me. I just want them to show up for themselves. Because it's so powerful when they do. And if that's all that they get out of this is that they just commit and show up to this and see what they're capable of, to me, that's a huge win. Yeah, so important. I mean, what we're talking about here, this is leading with love, right? This is Love Serve Grow teaches us how to lead with love. And Leading with love requires something much different from you. It requires you to embrace all the tough love stuff that we talk about, that things we never want to do, like what we're talking about here is confrontation. The reason why I love whams is because it makes it black and white. I know if you're committed to your own business, you know, listen, we'll give somebody a grace period if they just forget the first wham is happening. But if we're in the flow of it and you just don't show up for a wham and that happened, like, here's what I know. That is a sign of much bigger issues. If you're not taking your business seriously enough to remember something as important as this 30-minute meeting that you committed me to, what else aren't you doing? It really lets you understand what's happening in someone's business. But to your point, we don't want to make someone feel wrong if they aren't going to be a part of it, but we're also not going to stand for someone wasting our time if we're giving them the commitment and they're not getting a return. So it's almost like, this process creates opportunities for you to confront people. 
And that's important. And as you said, it's scary. But when you're leading with love, you're willing to sacrifice your own comfort and security to have difficult conversations with people to help them. And I love what you said. It doesn't get any easier, but here's the thing. You're more willing to do it because you see the difference that it can make in someone's business and someone's life. Absolutely. The way that I coach people now is just night and day from the way that I coached them before. And I'm coaching people in many cases where I wasn't coaching them before because we were friends. Even just in my style of coaching, it's changed. I'm asking questions now because I realize that I'm not here to tell them what to do, but rather to help them to work through it and realize that they're actually capable of doing what it takes. They just don't have the confidence or they can't see it. So if I just ask the right questions, then they will get there on their own. And then that builds their confidence and they become stronger leaders and they learn in turn how to coach their teams. And it's just amazing. I have to say, you know, my personal growth in leadership has 10x since I joined this program. It really has. Well, being a coach is a big part of it. Obviously, that's one of the things we focus on. We have an entire mission dedicated to helping you become a more effective coach. And the distinction that I make is between teaching and coaching. Teaching is just, you know, teaching you what to do. Coaching is taking the information, the knowledge you already have and pulling it out and giving you the clarity to show you how to do it. It's actually moving you into action. It's acknowledging you already have everything you need in your head. You're just so confused. You don't know where to start. So that's the beauty of the WHAM is it provides this clarity for them on what to do. And you're just guiding them as a coach. And part of being a coach is you have to be willing to challenge people in order to get the best out of them. And so I love hearing you say that. And um, this to me is the reason why WHAMs are so effective. And Jen, tell me if you've noticed this. So, you know, I was in my business. I had a pretty big team. And I noticed that I was like having these exact same conversations with different people over and over again. Like I would have the same conversation with like a half dozen people in one week and I'd be like, okay, there's got to be a more time effective way to do this. And just out of kind of desperation myself, because I was like, the bigger my team grew, the less time I had because I had all these people demanding my time. Just out of a purely selfish nature, I said, well, what if I just get them on a meeting together? So that I can just have that same conversation one time with the same six people. And that was literally the birthplace of a wham as I just did it out of pure intent, selfish intentions. I want more free time. But what I noticed was a lot, as I went through my week, there would be certain people that would ask me questions that were on a wham. And my response would be, let's just talk about it on the wham. So I knew I had this 30 minute that I could start deflecting, like if it wasn't an urgent issue. And it literally freed up hours of my time every week because I knew I had that structure in place. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. I was having the same conversation over and over again. And now those people are all in one place. So it absolutely is such a time saver. And the other thing that I just thought of that I wanted to mention that's so cool is now these leaders have implemented their own mini versions of well, I was going to ask you that. Has it started to duplicate yet? Yeah. That's so the best part. 
It is. So now they are stepping into their leadership and learning that, Hey, I can do this. You know, I can ask questions. I can help coach and guide. And so they have started to implement these weekly meetings where it's like, help them hit that first rank that then makes them eligible for this wham sort of like a graduate program. Yeah. And then, you know, just this past couple of weeks, we've had some of our students in the WAMs or some of the people that are in the WAMs sharing in our team group on our team calls saying, hey, I want to share about these weekly coaching meetings, how Mm -hmm. powerful they've been for my business and creating FOMO around it. And we announced that, you know, we're going to roll this out team wide and starting in April, and here's what you need to hit in order to get in there. And so we've created some excitement and some urgency for folks to promote this month, hit that first rank this month so that you're eligible to get in the next 90 days. So that's so awesome. I remember the first time that happened for me. It was one of the coolest things to see somebody that came into a WAM. Like I remember after doing them for a couple of months and kind of figuring it out and working at all the kinks, I remember there was just a point where I noticed, I'm like, I don't even recognize some of these people anymore. Like they're not having the same conversations with me. They're not complaining. They've taken responsibility. They're showing up. I'm like, who are you? And I remember the first time I had somebody that was completely lost prior to the wham that totally got it together, that broke off and did their own wham. And I just thought, how cool is that? Like I literally have a person that is pouring into a whole new wave of leaders that I have nothing to do with. And what I realized was what made that possible, what gave them the confidence to do that is the system. They said, all I have to do is just take this thing that I've been on and just plug it into my business. And that's where you start to get that duplication effect. And where, Jen, why I'm really excited for you is think about a year from now when you've got potentially a dozen of these meetings, if not more running, and here's the best part, you ain't got nothing to do with them. Yeah. That's true leverage, but that only comes if you have a systematic approach to accountability. That's what the WAM provides you in your business. So that's so incredible. I'm really excited for that. Yeah. I I know that. you're You're knocking on 200 grand now. I mean- look, you're going to be blowing by like a million a month, probably in the next six to 12 months. That would be very exciting. <laughs> I, mean, I just, I already know how this plays out. I know how it works. And it's not to say there won't be speed bumps along the way, but if you just stick to the plan, you keep implementing love, serve, grow into your business as we teach it. I mean, it truly skies the limit for you. And I'm really excited. So how about this? What would you have to say to someone aside from joining Next Level? We all know we want them to do that. But what would you have to say to someone that was like you back in August of last year that was struggling and maybe wondering if I can get this headed in the right direction? What advice would you give to someone like that? I think the number one thing that you have to do is just make a decision that you're going to go full out. And it doesn't mean working 10 hours a day. It just means really focusing and getting into your systems and working through your mindset and getting your ducks in a row. For me, I made little tweaks. We had good systems, but I knew I could make them better. And so I'm just making small improvements in the systems 
and I'm tap rooting with people. I think that was a huge aha moment for me. I was bringing all these people in. My team was recruiting. And then we were just saying, okay, here you go. And sort of leaving them on their own. And one of the things that you taught me was hold their hand for 30 days, you know, work with these people, help them make their first paycheck. And that will make all the difference. And so I've really been doing that. I've been working with my directs and then my leaders. I've been working with their people and taprooting down to help build depth in my team so that there's more stability. But really, you know, spending, I think the best thing you can do is spend your time helping your leaders grow even faster rather than just. I believe in always working your personal business. I'm not saying go into management mode, but I do believe that there's a lot of value in helping your leaders grow faster. Leaders are leaders because they're already strong. They're already naturally skilled and influential in some way. They couldn't have created success without some level of skill. And I'm not saying I'm making all the difference for them, but if I come in and I help them, Together, we're stronger and we can go even faster. And when I make my business about helping them, I really take myself out of the equation. It's not about me hitting ranks and me doing, yes, I need to hit that next rank so that I inspire my team because they need to see me doing it. And yes, I continue to personally enroll new people every single month, but I'm not trying to get 10, 15 new people every month because I really want to balance my time with helping my leaders build their team faster as well. So that's just been such a huge thing. And I have to say, I know you said don't necessarily tell people to join next level, but (laughs) I have to tell you, I mean, since my transformation, my team's watching what I'm doing and they're inspired and they're joining your LLA program. And uh, many of them are going to be ready for the next level soon. Some of them are ready now, you know, but that is the number one thing I tell people to do if, if they're feeling stuck or they need help. Honestly, you've just completely helped me transform my business and my mindset. I can't say thank you enough. Yeah. Well, you sharing your story is all the thanks that I need. I mean, it really is inspiring for me to see someone like you take the hard work we've put into the program and just actually do something significant, important with it. So, so Jen, I want to thank you for being here today. I'm so excited that you got a chance to share your story. I have a sneaky suspicion that there's going to be more than a handful of Jens out there that are going to hear this interview and that this will be a turning point for them in their business, whether they join our programs, Next Level LLA or not, I just think hearing your story is going to be such an inspiration. So thanks for being on here and sharing it today. That is everything that I want, you know, that fills my heart. I've realized over the years that helping others and being a contribution is the thing that gives me the most fulfillment over anything else, over the money, over the time, freedom, all that other stuff. It's wonderful. Don't get me wrong. But when you help someone else and when you get people reaching out saying you made this difference for me, oh my goodness. I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm always tearing up and having a good cry when that when that happens. There's no better feeling. So yeah, that's why we like to say in next level, we help you move from profit to purpose. So you're on that 
path right now. So Jen, thanks so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, everybody. Was I lying or not? I mean, what an incredible story that Jen shared. And hey, listen, here's the thing. By now, you may be wondering, maybe next level might be for me. So here's the criteria that I usually share with people to help you figure out if next level or LLA is the right fit for you. If you are already at or above consistent $5,000 months in your business, that means $5,000 in earnings. If you're already consistently making more than $5,000 per month, Next Level Leadership would be the perfect program for you. It is the only place that we teach WAMs, but not only do we teach you, it's literally one of the first trainings that you go through, we do coaching on it every single week. So if you think WAMs are what you need in your business, and no pun intended, you want to take your business to the next level, uh, here's what I'd like to ask you to do. We'll put the link for Next Level Leadership in the show notes. But feel free to reach out to me. Send me a message on Instagram. Let me know you heard the episode. Tell me you're interested in uh, possibly joining Next Level Leadership, and we'll get you the information you need to help you make the right decision. But without further ado, thanks so much for being here, everybody. I love and appreciate all of you. I hope you got tons of value out of the interview I did with Jen today, and I'll see you soon on the next episode. Take care. 